When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Did you see that post on Salam Central? Which one? Oh, yeah. Or. Yeah. Those two jokes. Oh, my God. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode (laughs) of the Cousin Connection Podcast. Podcast. Oh, my God. We finally got it right after, like, how long? I know. Do I sound like this? Do I sound stuffed, too? A little bit. Oh, shoot. That's why I said crack the window open. This is going to just be more cold in the room. Nah. you cold yeah no 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 no. i do get cold what are you talking about that's a first no i've never heard you say oh i'm so cold except oh. for that one day when when we were outside of um hassan phil's show yeah and it was like sno- like a oh literal yeah blizzard. but that's because my feet were cold and like you know all the heat goes through the feet or whatever like that i mean escapes through the feet sorry oh. yeah you never knew about that no, that's why like that's why in hot days if you stick your foot out of the bed like you feel a lot better because all the heat is escaping through your feet. I always wanted to be that type of person, but I was scared of monsters. What? Grabbing your feet. Well, you never like stuck out that one toe or one foot out of the bed? I would like, want to, sheets? but it wouldn't last very long because I'd be too like, what? nervous. No, nah, there are times where I've slept just on top of the sheets. Like no sheets, no nothing. That's psychopath behavior. Nah. I have never done that. Unless, I, unless I was like not plan- planning to sleep yeah. and I fell asleep. Mm-hmm. But I would never go to sleep on top of my... Bo- Why would you do yeah, that? Yeah, I've done that. Like, not even taking out the pillows. Like, the pillows are still under the sheets. Why would you do and that? I just sleep on top of it. Like, purposely? Purposely, because it's just so hot. And you know how, like, they are with the AC. Yeah. <laughs> they wait until it's, like, 35 degrees, and they're like, okay, now... Yeah. We can turn on, but it has to be, at like, 24. And I'm like, mm-hmm. you mean the heater? <laughs> even, our, even our work is like that now, where, like, our heater broke. Uh, oh, but like because it's like near the end of winter it's basically spring now no is it spring officially yeah i think so technically as of march 20 yeah so like because of that they're like it's gonna cost a lot for a new heater what? so we're just gonna we're just gonna thug it out for the next couple months as it's a little bit chillier until it warms up and then like near the end of the year when it starts to get wind cold again then we'll replace it because like apparently it's supposed to be a huge thing but yeah, so now we've been like just thugging it out in the cold. Like everybody's like fighting over heaters. Oh, like space heaters? Yeah. You guys have those? Well, yeah, like those little ones that you put like next to your feet that fan that has the fan on it. I wish I had that at work. It is so cold. Really? Yeah, it's a big building, so I feel like they need to regulate the temperature. Yeah. But there's like there's a vent like really close to where I sit. Yeah. And I have to sit with like I literally feel like our moms with our with a big mm-hmm. shawl. But sometimes it's so cold that, like, as I'm typing, like, my fingers, you know, when you they type They start slower? to get slower, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know. It sucks. But 
I'm excited yeah. for summer. Like the sun, like the drive today, mm-hmm. I was hot. I opened my windows <laughs> and it was nine degrees. Yeah. <laughs> Celsius. <laughs> Um, and and you know that is bad when you're like excited about nine degrees. Actually, did you check the weather this week? It's gonna oh be like yeah, I saw something. that. Yeah, like Wednesday onwards, so it's gonna be great weather. Mm-hmm. Inshallah, my walks will finally. I won't have to I'm freeze so my fingers in my walks. Excited for walking again, mm-hmm. especially when you're trying to read and walk. Like I had to, I had to pause my reading for the winter. Why don't you just listen to audiobooks? No, I, I did that. Oh, like physically reading. You know how I was like physically reading book. Yeah, so I had to pause that. Don't walk and read. What if you no, got I've, hit? No, I've, I've been doing it for two years now. I'm basically a pro, okay? I don't know. Can, do you actually, like, retain the information, though? Not yeah. retain it, but, like, do you absorb it? Yeah. Because, like, I'm almost, like, I'm, like, 90% focused on the reading and, like, 10% focused on walking. So you're multitasking. What? You're multitasking. Not really. I'm just changing. It's, it requires so little effort for that. That I only have to check maybe once every 30 seconds instead of checking like every second. It's because he's a guy. Guys don't have to be aware of their surroundings the way that we do. What? Yeah. It's okay, maybe like that. But like in, even out in the open, not really. But then again, the places I walk are kind of sketchy. Yeah, you walk through like alleyways, don't you? Yeah, exactly. like not alleyways, but I walk <laughs> through like industrial districts with like nobody around. In this area? Yeah. Where? Like near the storage area maybe? Yeah, you 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 probably haven't seen it because you're a woman. You don't have to walk through those places. But it's why the same would you place where there? I meet that cat every day, or I used to meet that cat every day. I miss that cat. Whatever happened to it? Oh, it's winter. I don't know. I think it's winter. It's been sticking inside for a bit. Yeah. I saw it randomly one day, but then because I haven't walked that route in so long, I just, forgot about you. Huh? No, because it's just like I haven't walked that route in so long because of the cold. Yeah. Because that's just that's a longer walk, and now mm-hmm. I just take shorter walks, and I just do a little bit more at the gym, but. um yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see that cat again. <laughs> you should just get one. Or buy like a, a small pack of treats and just keep it in your pocket. Then that cat will love you. Yeah, I feel like that cat at this point is like kind of frustrated because I always pull up. He always, he or she always thinks that I have something in hand. And then I, and I start petting Playing the games. cat and then there's like, you ain't got nothing. It starts walking away. <laughs> I'm telling you, do the, tri- the treat trick. Yeah, you know, I might have to invest in that real quick. Okay. But I gotta blow my nose again. Sorry, guys. Right. This is gonna be this is gonna be a. a, a, a I don't know. I'm getting is... worse now as we're talking. Okay. We just gotta cut this part out. <laughs> <laughs> we're not keeping that in. I'm keeping that in. <laughs> no, that's so gross. <laughs> I heard like the yeah. Feet. You know why? You know why? Okay. Anyone else who does because it's getting near like uh, spring. Spring and like uh, allergy, allergy season. I do have allergies. So I feel like that's also a part of it. Like, I feel like anyone who has like seasonal allergies, there's always that couple months in between and like the transition Mm. where you wake up every morning just congested. That sucks. Yeah. And because we're recording this earlier than normal, like we're recording this in the morning for once. I mean, sort of the morning. It's like (laughs) midday now, but like we're recording it multiple hours before we normally do. Yeah. So usually by that point, I've already like went to the gym. I've like. I've like it's it's kind of run through my body at that point, so I don't. Every even feel morning it. you wake up like this. Uh, a lot of times around this time of the year, yeah. Do you take anything for it? No, because it goes away after a couple hours. Like by the end of the day, if you see me, like I'm gonna be fine. That is so annoying. I know. Like just, I, I don't have allergies, alhamdulillah. Mm-hmm. But like, when I'm sick, I'm like, it's it's such a burden. I'm yeah. like, this is so annoying. No, but like it's just 
a little bit congested. It's not like I have a sore throat. It's not like I have like a headache or anything like that. It's literally just congestion. So I just have to make sure I have a, like a tissue box next to me. Do you times. have watery eyes too? Uh, no, no, no. Oh, okay. So yeah. it's just like you just have to blow your nose. Yeah, a couple just times. maybe sometimes I have watery eyes, but like, like I don't if you're th- outside. Yeah, exactly. Like oh. usually after I go on my walk, yeah, it like runs through me and then I'm good. Oh, so you're fine outside. Sort of. No, no, no. Outside, I still need to have a tissue with me oh. the whole time. I'm walking with a tissue. Uh. Yeah, there's one. There's a couple times. Oh, my God. This is going to be gross. You know, trigger warning. But, like, you know how in COVID, we had to have our masks on? Like, I'll be walking around. And because I had my mask on, it, like, incubated the area. And it caused my, my nose to, like, run a lot more. <laughs> so, if, like, if... And, and there's one day where I forgot my tissue box. <laughs> and... <laughs> i didn't i didn't do that but like it just started collecting (laughs) so like by the end of the walk when i because i didn't have any tissues i did not move that mask a bit like probably whoever saw me could probably see a little bit like wetness coming through (laughs) stop it stop Stop, i had to wash that mask immediately the whole it was a cloth one yeah the whole inside was like just white why didn't you just double up it's not (laughs) i know it was bad it was bad why didn't you just double up or put like a layer of tissue on the inside of the mask no i forgot my tissues normally i'd have my tissues with me right okay but like yeah that's also another thing like when you have allergies the 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 biggest heartbreak is forgetting your tissues or like any type of thing to blow your nose with or wipe it away because you're done for the rest of the day like unless you until you find another tissue box like you're gonna be hiding your face from everyone you're gonna be like surprised (laughs) you don't carry those like you know what? Now what? that I think about it, what? Your mom is the one person that I can rely on. She always oh, yeah, has tissues. Yeah, because she also she's the one who gave me these allergies. <laughs> oh yeah, true. That's true. But I know for a fact, if mm-hmm. I need tissues, like I, I can go to your mom. Yeah, she's ready. I haven't learned from her. Yeah, why I don't you have the little like the travel? Um, you know, sometimes I like to live life on the edge. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> Clearly, my heart goes out to. All of you guys who have uh, allergies, mm-hmm. may Allah help you, because that's tough. Yeah, I think I think even Aisha hasn't. I can't remember if she does do. Yeah, she. I feel like her whole family has it, except she, for my dad, maybe. She does have allergies. Mm-hmm. She's always congested. Now that I think about yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. So I think we both have the same thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyways, um, thank you guys for joining us. I feel like that's usually what we say at the end, but um, mm-hmm. we have some exciting news. So by the time you guys are watching this, we are within. The last 10 days of Ramadan. Mm-hmm. And um, before we get into that topic, we actually wanted to say so last week, as you know, we hit our 3,000 subscribers on Ooh. YouTube. <laughs> I'm going to look so dead for this. <laughs> Your eyes are like high key swollen. <laughs> um, and so, as promised, we wanted to do a giveaway um, to celebrate the fact that we've hit our milestone of 3,000 subscribers. Inshallah. As we continue to reach more milestones, we will do bigger and better giveaways. But this is kind of like our first one. And we it's kind of just like a thank you to all of you guys who watch and support us every week. Um, we really appreciate you guys and your support. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I kind of just wanted to like run through the details of the giveaway. I will also make a post on Instagram saying the same thing so mm-hmm. you guys can reference that as well. And then the details will also be in our description box below um i just have to read it but hold on <laughs> oh wrong page okay so this is a 200 hundred dollar giveaway 
Fuck yeah, to do that sound. Okay. <laughs> ah. <laughs> um, okay. Now you're making my nose run. Can I have a tissue Why? too? Why? Just in case. So. Don't let the them see the tissue. <laughs> so the rules of the giveaway is that um, you have to be subscribed to our YouTube channel, Avi. Okay. Mm-hmm. Follow us on Instagram, Cousin Connection Pod. Um, and then you're also going to leave a comment on this video, episode 90. Mm-hmm. You're going to leave a comment telling us how you found our YouTube channel or our page or our TikTok or our Reels, whatever. How you found us, how you mm-hmm. got to know about us. Um, and then also we ask that you leave your Instagram username on uh, on the comment so we can reach out to you if you win. Um, and the good news is, is this giveaway is open worldwide. Yeah. So even if you live... I don't want to say the middle of nowhere, but if you live outside of North America, this giveaway is open to you as well. So apply. Um, mm-hmm. One comment only. You don't have to comment multiple times. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the giveaway is actually going to close next next Thursday, April the 20th. Um, so you have a week from today to leave your comment below. And we will be checking if you're subscribed and if you are following us on Instagram. So mm-hmm. good luck. May the best of you win, and inshallah, many more to come. Um, and thank you guys so much. Now, on to this Woo. week's episode. <laughs> <laughs> this week for our Ramadan series, I felt like it was very appropriate to discuss the last 10 nights of Ramadan. Um, there's a lot of emphasis on this, and I kind of just wanted to talk about, you know, the what to do, the different practices, what it means for... Um, those that are celebrating Ramadan and yeah so let's get into it um, so as you guys know in general during the month of Ramadan mm-hmm. our uh, rewards are multiplied um, I believe should I should have wrote this down isn't it like 70 times is it 70 you know we don't get into the numbers like that just just remember that it's multiplied you know Allah knows yeah Allah knows best <laughs> exactly <laughs> <laughs> it's multiplied to you know whatever allah wills for it to be multiplied by mm-hmm. um that's such a great like not exactly. a cop out but like you know it's a great answer anyways because exactly. the right answer okay <laughs> <laughs> so as we know because our, our um, rewards are multiplied a lot of people are more motivated to you know do as much as they can in terms of like more rewardable actions mm-hmm. doing good deeds because they're trying to maximize their rewards um, in the last 10 nights, however, as we know, Laylatul Qadr, which is like the, the best night out of the year, mm-hmm. can fall between. I mean, it can fall anywhere in the month, but it's it's most likely in the last, in 10, the last days. 10 days. So, you know, Muslims usually, uh, I feel like they they put it into overdrive. Yeah. Like they really try to catch it. Right. Because they're trying to um, get the most amount of rewards. Yeah, it's um, like an XP boost. What? Right, you um, don't know what an XP boost is? Sarah? Come on now. I don't know what that is. Like experience boost? Like in games, you know, like how they have two time multipliers and all Do that I stuff? Do I play games? Is it like. But you like, know, it's you know like, what I'm I feel like of? at this point, it's like like common vernacular, no? No. What? No. What you're, is you're common? You're maybe a unique case. You should have you should have related it to, you know, when you're playing Mario Kart and you drive over those smooth rainbow looking things and it like boosts you? Oops. Oh, shoot. Yeah, like the star, right? Is that. Yeah, when you take the star, it does yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like that. Think of that for okay, your Okay, maybe. Yeah, I get. Okay, 
XP boost I feel like is better, but okay, you okay, know what? Whatever, I'll, I'll, I'll just have boost. it. Okay, whatever. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Anyway, um, I actually learned about this when I was in Ethiopia like six years ago. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Um, oh, I thought you were going to say the last one we went to. Okay. No, because we weren't there in Ramadan. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When I was there, I, I fasted the whole month of Ramadan there in, in Ethiopia. And um, it's so, the vibe is so different when you get to fast. And Ethiopia is not a Muslim country, but there's a large Muslim population where there are mosques that can openly make a dhan. And you, it's like walking distance and all that kind of stuff. Anyways, mm-hmm. I learned that some people, like it's usually like the... Um, youth from the, like the, the guys mm-hmm. i don't know if i don't know if women do this i don't think so but was mostly this in men, or i mean it happens all over but oh, okay. i w- this was i was in Dirtoa mm-hmm. at this time um but i i realized that and some of our cousins did this but they seclude themselves in the last 10 days mm-hmm. um so that they can really focus on their acts of worship and so some of them seclude themselves at home um, but a lot of them actually seclude themselves in like a faraway mosque. Mm-hmm. Like they'll go there and they'll sleep the 10 days. Yeah. The last 10 days they'll be there. Um, and so then they spend, you know, their nights um, praying a lot, making dhikr, mm-hmm. dua, reading Quran, like just all of the praiseworthy actions and rewardable actions. And I thought that was like so interesting. Mm-hmm. And so like, I was like, Wow. That's a great, like, you're really finishing off strong. And then, you know, I was kind of just thinking as I was making these points for today, I was thinking about, like, where I'm at and how I would bring that over to our life here. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. okay, well, I don't know if any mosques here are 24 hours or if you could even stay there. But, you know, they say that, like, uh, it's said that for women, it's better that they pray in their own home Mm -hmm. um, rather than to go out. And I was like, you know what? Yeah, like in living in the west i feel like ramadan is such a different we've spoken about this before but it's such a different vibe than if you were to fast in a muslim country so you know we're working and some of us are going to school and Mm -hmm. some of us are parents and you have to like your attention is not fully devoted to fasting and doing your acts of worship you have you're being pulled in other directions Mm -hmm. too and so i think you know for those of us that feel like oh you know i didn't really get to maximize my time during ramadan like i didn't feel like i did enough um the last 10 days are like a chance for you to to push yourself a little bit and i'm not saying you know don't sleep pull all-nighters and Mm -hmm. you know to each their own if you're if you're capable of doing that may allah make it easy for you and grant you the highest of rewards but if all you can do is just throw in some extra dua or 
you know, do an extra sunnah prayer or read an extra surah mm-hmm. in the Quran, like do it. You never know. And I think, you know, what I put down here was, um, you know, how, what are some ways that we can maximize our rewards and finish off the month of Ramadan strong? Like, mm-hmm. what are some ideas that you feel like, you know, you're going to be like, okay, you know what, last 10 days, like, this is what I'm going to focus on. Um, I don't know. Because like, yeah, like right now, I feel like time is already like maximized to a point what do you mean? where like you're working because I work like an hour and a half away, which was just pretty crazy. Okay, mm. um, that is. But like with the time, like by the time you come back from work, I guess I was gonna say like, oh, I should give up my gym time, but I don't. I don't think I'll ever give up my gym time. But maybe like even small things like <clears throat> doing more dhikr throughout the day mm. would definitely help. Yeah, like just remembering driving. to do it yeah uh maybe listening to more i already right now just because i'm going through through the quran i'm listening to it or i'm listening and reading it at the same time mm-hmm. but maybe just listening to it throughout the day i uh, maybe repeating after uh the listener especially for the ones i already know uh so things you can kind of do not unconsciously but like um that require that that you can do while doing other things mm. Right. Especially if you feel like your time is already maximized, you already have so many things going on, then you have to kind of pivot and start doing things that can be done at the same time, like making dhikr or listening to something that's good for you and trying to repeat after it. Um, So those are kind of two things that I would probably try to implement Mm -hmm. Um, outside of, of course, like doing more sunnah prayers. And uh, if I have like an extra hour that I find, like I spend that hour instead of like maybe watching my favorite youtube video maybe pulling up the book and going and trying to finish up a little bit more of what uh the goals that i already had to do right yeah so those are the main things there you know one thing when you were mentioning earlier of those guys like went to the mosque Mm -hmm. i feel like it's a missed opportunity now but i feel like covid was like the perfect time for that because like in covid you you literally couldn't go anywhere Sorry, guys. I know my throat keeps acting up there. But, like, you literally couldn't go anywhere. And so you, and it's not like anyone's calling you to go out somewhere here or there. So those are, like, the time, the perfect time to just, like, literally hunker down in the house mm-hmm. and just do what they were doing, basically. Yeah. It's like, yeah, who else is, where else are you going to go, right? That's true. Yeah. So I, I don't, now that now, as you mentioned, I'm like, oh, that was a missed opportunity right there. Yeah. I mean, I, like, at the time, I remember because one of our cousins was like, okay, like, Mm-hmm. and i'll see you in 10 days i'm like whoa where are you going <laughs> yeah he's like oh i'm gonna i'm gonna stay i can't remember they called it something but yeah. he was like i'm gonna go do this and i was like mm-hmm. never heard of that before yeah so he explained it to me and i was like wow that's so nice mm-hmm. like i really if you're able to do that like i don't know he was a kid at the time so yeah he, i think he wasn't in school or something it was summer break or something mm-hmm. like that but he was able to be there for 10 days yeah um and i i just like like that the option to be able to do that like you know you consider yourself blessed because mm-hmm. <laughs> some of us can barely even like function now it's, wait it's, so you never saw them until like eat day yeah because he stayed there really yeah and then like people the the nice thing about it is yeah the opportunity for reward was like it was like 360 because obviously you're go like let's say you're you went yeah like you you're obviously going to be you know rewarded for the actions that you're doing mm-hmm. but then there are volunteers and supporters who cook for them mm-hmm. who bring them food yeah water like things for them to break their fast with and i was like wow like that's so 
So over there, it's like a, like a culturally known thing. Like it's. I mean, I'm sure it happens in like Muslim countries too. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the there is there's a lot of there's a lot of value in seclusion when you're doing your acts of worship, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to you know prayer, uh, making du'a. Like, I think that when you are truly secluded and it's just you by yourself, um, and you're praying to Allah um, and you're making du'a to Allah, like it's it's a different level of I don't want to use the word like intimacy, mm-hmm. but it's like that type of, I don't know what another word for that is. Yeah. Hopefully you guys are understanding what I mean. Um, but because it's just you, right? Like you're not, you're not showing off. Like you can only be sincere. I mean, one would hope you can only be sincere mm-hmm. in those moments because nobody else is watching. You're not here to impress anyone. Yeah. Like you're here humbling yourself. Oh my God, I keep hitting, hitting the mic. Mind. I know. I don't know what's. Yeah. And so. I think there's a lot of value in doing that. And if you're able to do that, it's such a, it's such a like valuable time that you have mm-hmm. for yourself. Um, I know sometimes unless you live alone, like you're not really secluded, like you live with family, right? Like yeah. whether it's siblings, parents, whoever that's around you. And so you may find it hard to find that seclusion. But even if it's like go to your room at the end of the night when you're praying a shot um and if you have makeup prayers do your makeup prayers if you don't and you want to do sunnah do your sunnah prayers like Mm -hmm. and it's just time for you to connect with allah and just like literally just do your prayers Mm -hmm. i think that's important and that's a really um like praiseworthy thing to do especially in the last 10 nights i mean in general you should be praying all your five prayers but like the the extra stuff yeah um what else do i have written down what else can we do like you said, increase your dhikr. And I think... Because mm-hmm. I'm thinking more of like... What's more realistic? Not realistic. Not realistic, but like the people who don't normally even do these extra acts to begin with. Like yeah. How, what, what, because a lot of times when they hear about that, they feel like it's super overwhelming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm trying to think to like these too. are small... Okay, yeah. So these are smaller like, things that you can do. Yeah, like I mean, I'm just throwing out ideas because someone... It might be easier for someone to pray. It might be easier for someone to do the kid. It mm-hmm. might be... You know what I mean? Like... Vicar is one, and that's, like Amir said, like, it's easy to do it while you're doing something else. Mm-hmm. Um, the the prayer is also important. Um, increase your dua. And so I actually want to touch on this real quick mm-hmm. because I feel like, especially on social media, there's this, like, um, increase in the in the discussion about manifesting and being delusional mm-hmm. to to get like what you want like they're like some of the girls now are saying online like oh just be delusional and things will happen for you like have you, have you oh seen yeah that? like ask for like no not even duat wise what like pe- non-muslims they're saying like i'm just delusional so like if someone's mad at me i'm like no they're not oh <laughs> <laughs> like, they're just, i like, hear that one genuinely delusional i like, heard more like delusional than what you asked for that too yeah. and, and i don't i don't even want to call it delusion no be sure in what you're be mm-hmm. sure in what you're asking for and be confident that allah will grant it for you part of the dua is that when you're asking for things you shouldn't hesitate like will allah accept my dua will mm-hmm. he not like no the whole point is you have to have faith and trust in allah that he's going to bless you with what you're asking for and if you're not blessed with what you're asking for inshallah you're blessed with something even better mm-hmm. you know so i i think that it's if you if you have that inclination, that inspiration to ask and make du'a, it's because Allah wants to give. So, mm-hmm. you know. And I think there was one point made. I forget where I heard it, but it's like a lot of the people when they ask for something, they only think about how they might 
re- like receive it in this world but like you might ask for something but it's maybe meant for you in in the hereafter right mm. so like they think if they don't get it here though that my my prayers weren't answered but really maybe whatever you ask for is like waiting for you in the hereafter you're that, being very like, short term don't limit yourself like think about it this way you're literally asking your creator mm-hmm. the one who created this world the heavens and the earth like everything in this world was created by allah like you are asking the one who can do the most mm-hmm. so why are you limiting yourself in your dua yeah and he's also the most merciful for a reason so yeah like i don't want to get like i don't like you want this ask for that like, <laughs> but like whatever it is you're asking for mm-hmm. assuming it's from the khair of course yeah don't be like making dua that someone dies like don't be doing all that mm-hmm. you know don't be wishing harm on your muslim brothers and yeah. sisters but like ask just ask you know what i mean like mm-hmm. it, it's and and i whenever when i was thinking about this point i'm like thinking back to like some of the dua that i made in the past like mm-hmm. yeah allah give me an a on this test like i just want to pass i'm like why didn't i ask for the highest grade yeah i wanted the top mark in the class i wanted 105 percent. yeah you know what i mean like why limit ourselves mm-hmm. like i feel like we need to shift our perspective when it comes to dua where we're asking for the most mm-hmm. you know what i mean so if the previously mentioned points are maybe not something that is feasible for you you can't do them for whatever reason Mm -hmm. another way to gain reward in the last 10 days is uh give charity even a dollar is going to be greatly rewarded yeah um you can donate it to whatever you want wherever you want just donate and that's going to be a rewardable act for you especially if it's um sadaqatul jariya then it's a reward it's like the reward that keeps on giving yeah um and so let's say you donate a dollar towards building a mosque somewhere mm-hmm. now anyone who enters the mosque who prays in the mosque who benefits from the mosque the rewards that they get is also passed on to you because you helped build the mosque so think about it that way yeah um and if you don't have the funds to donate then volunteer your time yeah that's a big part of it yeah yeah i I wish like of course i can probably still do it mm. but i i did wish like in my younger days if i like volunteered for one of those ones where you go overseas and you like actually help oh. the people um like the charities that, that yeah like me i don't know with like islamic relief or something yeah just so you can islamic relief what? <laughs> they do follow us on instagram oh do they okay yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah maybe i so, should reach out to them for so yeah like to be able to go across maybe inshallah you know what i'm i'm thinking short of inshallah i will get that opportunity one day um but yeah getting to actually see where that money is going and who it's helping mm-hmm. would be a big part of it i feel like the fact that i don't know arabic might be like that shouldn't stop you. Huh? No, no, I'm not saying that's going to stop me, but like maybe the people they're looking for to do no, that. No, what are you talking about? Not at all. Have you seen the people that they send? They're not all no. Arabs. They're not all Arabic speaking. Yeah. Like some of them don't even speak it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Then you know what? I, I didn't see the thing. I just say okay. Yeah. You know what I just say, but like yeah, that's that's also something I've wanted to do. Yeah. Why not? Right. Like exactly. Get, if you go, can. Yeah. Or go to like Palestine and be able to help people there yeah exactly mm-hmm. um and that would be a great one i mean it's scary but yeah no nah, so what's scary about it if you die you know you die a martyr inshallah. that is true, that is true. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point <laughs> yeah um 
yeah so you know volunteering in your community or the masjid like mm-hmm. whether it's serving food um during iftar time mm-hmm. or if there are classes and you want to volunteer to teach mm-hmm. the kids or whatever whatever volunteer opportunities that there are yeah um another one is to uh invite people over for iftar or cook for them and distribute the food i think you know being generous in islam is such a praiseworthy trait mm-hmm. Um, and even if you can't have people over and you just you're able to cook or you're able to fund uh, like you're able to buy the food for people. Yeah, that's still a really big action and such a praiseworthy thing. And I think, you know, even buying food for someone might be easier than like cooking and, and hosting, you know, what yeah. I mean, hosting takes a lot of work and and all that. But, you know, be generous with um, your guests and whoever it is you're distributing the food to. Mm hmm. Um, and then the last one, which you already said, was read Quran. Oh yeah, reading Quran is like the biggest part of it. I, yeah. I think, and and reading it with its meaning, so you can actually like understand it. Understand it. Yeah. Yeah, that was a big part of it because it makes it stick more. I don't know if that makes. I don't know how that. I I know what you mean because I I was going through the other day. I was reading um, Surah Al Falak, mm-hmm. and I was like. <gasps> That's what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder they tell us to read that every day. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going oh. from the I'm going from the other end, so uh, I'm not gonna haven't. lie. I'm not gonna lie. You know, it's been taking me a while. That's okay. I'm only I like okay. This is bad, but like I just finished like Al Imran, which is like the second one. <laughs> that's okay, but listen. But like I feel okay. like yeah, yeah. You know, I I think I was saying to someone's like uh, but like at least I started it. Mm-hmm. So even if I don't finish it mm-hmm. by the end of this month, like I'll could probably continue well for yeah. sure i'll continue with it right yeah because like the thing is what my mindset was like if i have the time to read all these other books why can't i just finish this like the mm-hmm. most important book right mm-hmm. so for anyone else who's like an avid li- reader or a muslim who's an avid reader just anybody who's an avid reader like think about all the time you spent reading all those other books if you haven't already gone through the whole quran i feel like that's your opportunity like that's where you can think about it like it's just a book that you can go through um and of course if you have questions like i mentioned last week go to a sheikh but like uh, yeah that I, that's how I've my that's how i've like kind of convinced myself to just continue with it yeah. outside of the fact that it's good and i'm interested in it and all of that right yeah no i i think that um sorry i was trying to see what, what <laughs> my glasses are a little blurry right now <laughs> see how she has to squint and she already has glasses for Listen, the people who are watching okay. <laughs> your privilege is showing amir what your privilege is showing yeah you know what's funny do you ever i always do this oh yeah you don't do this because you're already blind but for all the people who aren't blind <laughs> do you ever like get kind of like anxious and you're like oh shoot like you think you're losing your eyesight and you just start looking at stuff far away and you start trying to read them just to make sure you're like oh what does that say over there oh okay i can still read it i'm good i'm good what i do that all the time because i'm always scared that like maybe i'll get some evil eye because i keep making fun of you for your cousin i would know may allah protect you <laughs> I'll, I'll like read things like close to me and far from me constantly just to confirm that i can still see i mean i can see how, no but like how do you know when you start going blind like how like how do how would you know oh i'm i'm supposed to be able to read that from that far away well right because like for like if exactly something, no 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 because like i'll tell you what yeah we're totally like sidetracked right yeah. now but like just like, hear me <laughs> out hear me out okay <laughs> um mine started when i was like maybe like nine or ten because mm-hmm. i didn't realize like 
oh, I should be able to see that. Like at school is when I really noticed, and when I was watching TV. I guess so because you're about you're around a bunch of other kids who are probably reading off of it, right? Yeah, and I started like doing this habit of like there was this girl who used to sit next to mm-hmm. me, and she had those like really thick like bottle cap glasses yeah where it made your eyes look small yeah and so i'd always be like can i borrow your glasses and i would take them and i'd do that and I'd take notes from like that's how i would do it mm-hmm. and then um at home my parents noticed that i would sit like here's a tv and here's me yeah. <laughs> she's pointing she's like two feet away yeah like i was like glued to the, and they were like sit on the couch i'm like but i can't see it's blurry yeah. like no i can't see and mm-hmm. they were like no you're just saying that and I would try to wear my mom's glasses, but yeah. my mom's nearsighted. They were in eye. denial at that yeah. point. Yeah, <laughs> so they're like, you can see, stop playing. I'm like, yeah. no, I can't. And then when I told them I would take my friend's glasses at school, yeah. they were like, all right, you got to go mm-hmm. get your eyes checked. And then, yeah. And you were the girl with the bottle cap glasses? That uh, bottle no, cap glasses. <laughs> I never had bottle cap glasses. Don't be rude. Don't be rude. No, there's some times where you put on your glasses and your eyes shrink to like half the size. No, they don't. <laughs> they actually don't stop. I've laid I make sort sure. <laughs> I mean, do my eyes look small? Huh? Do my eyes Take look them small? off right now. Put it back up. Put it back up. They look small like this. <laughs> stop. You're so mean. No. I, they look small. No, like when, you this? Pull, when you pull your glasses away <laughs> from your face and it makes it smaller. <laughs> But like this is no. Oh, there is fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> You're so, guys. You see that this is like live action bullying right now. <laughs> oh my god. But yeah, but yeah. No, I feel like the people who 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 like also can see, like have twenty twenty vision, probably do the same thing. I feel like they'll relate to that. Maybe. I guess we'll find out. We'll see if someone says that. <laughs> like the only thing I sometimes I'll be like, I wonder if I could see now. Yeah. And I'm like, no, nope, I'm still blind. <laughs> I just pull my glasses down a little and try to see, but yeah, you know. I feel like you can retrain your eyes. No, <laughs> you want to know something funny? What? So when I was in Ethiopia six years ago, yeah, our uncle he was like, "You really don't need those glasses." Yeah, and I'm like, "No, <laughs> I don't think you realize how blind I am." Yeah, he's like, "No, I think you should like just just try living life without wearing them." Yeah, and like I don't think you guys realize because you're not doc like you're not optometrists. Y'all don't realize how blind I am. Mm-hmm. And he literally was like, he didn't force me, but he was like very insistent on yeah. me not wearing my glasses in the house. Yeah. You know how depressing it is to not be able to see anything? <laughs> like everything is blurry. Yeah. Like just like unfocus your eyes for a sec. What? You've never done that before? Wait. Like just, no, no, you're focusing what? right now. <laughs> <laughs> he literally just bulged out his eyes. No, like, you know when you just like relax your eyes, like you're not focusing anymore and things get blurry? Okay, yeah. That's my vision 24-7. So you see double? What? Well, I'm seeing like double of the, the mic stand right now because I'm focusing on it. It's really close to me. No, like you don't know how to adjust the focus in your eyes? Yeah, I'm adjusting it right now. Like I can barely see this thing. It's like really blurry. Yeah, like if you look like look over there. Okay, but everything just goes double. Are you do- Are you cr- Are you making your eyes cross? I don't know. Am I? <laughs> What? <laughs> the blank look on your face. <laughs> We're way too distracted here. I know. Okay, let's get back to the episode. But anyways, he was convinced that I could that I could train my eyes to like... Yeah. And he'd, every day he'd be like, so can you see better now? I'm like, no. Yeah. Give me my glasses back. <laughs> so you can't... I don't think you could... I don't know. If there are any optometrists listen to, yeah. listening to this, let us know. Can you retrain your eyes? I don't think it's possible, but... Well, like, yeah, I guess outside of getting like LASIK re- surgery or whatever. Yeah. Would you ever get LASIK? no i'm scared why you can literally do it while you're awake that's part that's scary one and two yeah if one thing goes wrong you're blind for it like you're blind it's not even like you can't really see 
If they f up, didn't our parents do it? No. No. Uh, Oma sure. did. Okay, yeah. But Oma had cataracts. Our grandma had cataract disease, and so yeah, yeah. Okay, I thought LASIK was like pretty simple. They literally just take off a layer of your. My your... mom did it too. Yeah, that's what I just said. But she, but I don't know. I'm I'm scared. You'll be fine. Just try it. But also, I feel like glasses have become part of my identity. Oh my god! Okay, whatever. You know? I've been wearing them for huh? since I was twelve. I don't know how many years. Eighteen years. Damn. Yeah, you know what? It would be weird without glasses. You keep the glasses. Don't worry. Yeah, I I, I couldn't adjust to the bigger eyes. What do you mean? My eyes are <laughs> normal, playing. Amir. I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm Guys, playing. are my eyes? I'm playing. I am so blind. I can't even see the phone. Probably, but like, I'm pretty sure my eyes are normal. So yeah, <laughs> don't be a hater. Yeah, okay. th- those those episodes earlier that were kind of blurry. That was just to give you an insight into what Sada sees. That is. <laughs> <laughs> you know what that was all just an experience it was all a social experiment guys it was totally on purpose so mean <laughs> you know what on that note i need to just i'm gonna just deal with amir off camera so we're gonna take a quick break okay yeah <laughs> i'm sorry if this this part is out of focus my butt got in front of the camera but you know what we're just gonna we're just gonna pray that it's not because i can't see the viewer from here if it is out of focus it's because amir made fun of my eyesight and now you guys have to see the world the way yeah, that i do i thought i'd give you the real experience <laughs> no but you know we you know, we were talking about this off camera but i think we have someone living in our roof <laughs> in our ceiling at least so like the other day first i thought my mom was going crazy because like she came she came up to me she's like i hear like scratching or something in our ceiling every morning she said she's been hearing it multiple times and she just and she just said something about it and then i was like okay but i couldn't hear it at that time so i was like i I don't know i I don't want to go up there and like just yet i want to hear what it is Mm. and because i work from home a few days out of the week i was just sitting there and i was on a call and i hear like some scratching and i thought it was like right next to me that's mm-hmm. how loud the scratching was right <laughs> but then when i got when i looked up and like i got closer to the scene like stood up on something it was like literally right above me and it was like it wasn't like, like in your room huh in my room <laughs> it wasn't like 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 small scratches like something you know like something tiny mm. it sounded like something big was up there like scratching a post like about to rip the wood apart what if it just fell through that's what literally that's what i've been thinking i'm like at one point i feel like that this thing is just gonna fall through our ceiling but all i did was take a stick and i saw and i hit it a couple i hit like a couple times and it stopped and it, and it, i never heard any sound after that so then i was like okay i gotta investigate right mm-hmm. so i get on top of the roof or yeah on top of our roof and i see that one of the covers mm-hmm. is missing so we have you know how every roof has like an exhaust like they have exhaust so like air can filter filter through and one of them was ripped open and or ripped off and like the mesh that's covering that cover Mm -hmm. or that's under that cover was like ripped open on one side you can see something like ripped through it and like got in right and then i look down and i can see like a bunch of like the insulation from our ceiling that's kind (laughs) of like like just thrown around a bit so then i I was like exactly you see feathers is I didn't see bird? nothing. I don't. I don't know if it's a bird. I don't know what it is. It could be like the chupacabra at this point. I don't know what. A what? It is. What? You don't know what a chupacabra is? No. <sighs> what is that? It's like, it's like a, it's like a um, South American folklore of like a monster in the night. Okay, 
Uh, maybe you I wish y'all could see my whatever. face. Why would I know that, Amir? <laughs> the chupacabra. Doesn't everyone know what a chupacabra no. is? No. It's like a mythical creature or whatever. Okay, no. whatever. Okay. It was like it was like it was like a monster. I it could be a monster or whatever. And okay. I don't know. It could be the. I don't want to say that. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're locked up. The big ones are locked up for Ramadan. Exactly. Maybe they're locked up in my roof. <laughs> no, no, that's bad. That's bad. So. What was I? What was I talking about? Then mesh was ripped open. Oh yeah, the mesh was ripped open. So <laughs> I was like, you know what? Let me be cool. Let me be like tricky. I took the camera. I had a, I had a the tripod. Oh, you did like the stick tripod. I put the camera on there and I like stuck it down the hole with the flash on and like yeah. started like twisting around and like taking video of the whole thing. Yeah. But I and I was hoping to see like you know how eyes animal eyes they mm. reflect back. I was hoping to see that. Yeah. But there was nothing there. So. I like um, I pulled it out and mm-hmm. I was like, okay, you know what? I'm gonna starve them out. So what I did is I uh, found the cover. It mm-hmm. like flew away somewhere. I found the cover, put it back on, mm-hmm. like locked it in place, mm-hmm. and it it requires like pretty good effort to take it off just with the cover there. Yeah. So, but just in case, I there's a bunch of nails that the roofers left behind mm-hmm. from when back in the day when they like put on the tiles, or whatever. So I took all the rolls of the nails because I used for they used to be part of a um a nail gun so they're all like connected in a big roll so i put like multiple rolls above this thing mm-hmm. on top of the cover and like covered the sides of it with the nails so like if if it got inside there it would have to rip off all those nails basically yeah so then uh and the reason that i had to like make sure to do this quickly is because the next day it was supposed to be like a big storm a rainstorm oh yes so i got it covered and then the next day i feel like it, it was good and then a couple of days later, I was like, you know, what? let me double check on this thing. Right. Because mm-hmm. I thought at that point it was good because mm-hmm. I checked on it the day before as well. And next thing I know, I'm like, the cover's missing again. <laughs> and like the nails, it wasn't like just that the nails were like slid off. They were thrown. <laughs> it looked like whatever got into our roof threw the nails across this whole, the whole roof. They were like scattered everywhere. And what the cover the was missing. So I, I was like. Like, what am I supposed to do at this point? So I tried to do the th- same thing. I put the camera down to see if anything's in there mm-hmm. and nothing. So at this point, I was like, okay, this thing can't get back in. There's no way. I'm going to start. I'm going to really starve it out this time. So I literally got duct tape <laughs> and I put the cover back on and I taped the cover back on there. Did you check it since you did that? No. Oh, yeah. I, I've been checking it every day now and oh. it hasn't been moved yet. But then I also took the nails and I, I put them like under the cover like sticking out mm-hmm. so that if they try to like i'm thinking this thing has opposable thumbs at this point if they tried to stick their hands in there like it would it would poke them that's so mean hey we're at war now okay sada all rules are thrown <laughs> out <laughs> what if what if i think what happened was the first day that you checked it out yeah i think it was hiding inside so when you covered it it was probably inside and then it tried to come out and that's why the nails look scattered because it poked its way but through. like i'm looking around where that cover is there's no yeah. like clear post next to it where they can climb up and like push it and the way that the the mesh is on there like i feel like they have to like jump into the middle maybe that's why it was all scattered at the bottom because they like jumped down or whatever i don't know what it is yet it's probably a raccoon because they they can climb right like they climb up they can things. climb but like i don't know it, it maybe it is but like what else would it be that's that's what i'm thinking i'm like what is like birds wouldn't dexterous enough to like first off it would stop but also like it wouldn't show up on the camera so now i'm like contemplating if i should just like thug it out put on a bunch of layers and go into the seal and go into the attic 
or the roof or whatever. Remember the last time you tried to fight a raccoon? Oh, yeah. I, I posted like that, you, too. I was dying. Cause I was attacked twice. Okay. That, that video... It's funny because, like, we saw your perspective. Yeah. But, like, Gizman was also filming you from yeah, your window. Yeah, I completely forgot about that, too. That like, this was in her vlog. I was like, I was why does this bitch so footage sound so familiar? It was so funny. Yeah, that was an experience. And we literally, I think I mentioned this to a bunch of people, but that video, where I, I posted, like, a, I re-uploaded, like, a clip of it. Mm. It was, like, 45 seconds. But literally, the next six minutes of that video was just us dying of laughter. <laughs> Because we couldn't hold in our laughter just from how much we were freaking out about this raccoon being inside of there. <laughs> like, there's one point, the first time I was attacked, where the camera, like, falls down oh and it's, like, God. face up. And you just hear us, like, wheezing in the background. <laughs> like, I didn't pick up that camera for, like, another minute because we were just continuously laughing. <laughs> and we were doing, like, spring cleaning, so everything was pulled out. Uh, yeah, they made they really, like, just made Did it. Did you see, like, poo in there? Up there, I mean? I can't remember. I think they did some stuff. Yeah, you, they did. Yeah, exactly. You saw poo? Because, like, um, we have in our shed, we have, like, the top layer, which has, like, some posts, and then we put, like, the carpets and stuff up there. Um, and initially, in the, in the in the roof of the of the attic. Oh, no, I'm talking I mean, about the roof of the, here. of the shed. What? I'm talking about the roof Oh, here. in here? No, I didn't see anything like that. No, no, no. I thought you were talking so about then, the shed. Like, what else would it be? i don't know a squirrel maybe a squirrel i don't know it has to be small i think i think that's why i think it's smaller because yeah. that hole isn't that big i'll probably put up a photo of it it's not that big raccoons can be small too though yeah i guess their fur kind of makes them look bigger but but it's probably squirrels but then you would see a bunch of their like acorns and stuff no what like their nuts what do you mean because they collect them I didn't go into the ceiling oh, yet. Yeah, oh, I didn't I go in there. I thought you like like looked with the camera properly. Oh yeah, but with the camera, I didn't see much because like first off, the flash can only see so far, right? Yeah. So maybe I need to open up the covers that are closer to that end, and see what's under there. You're not scared? No, nah, I'll take out whatever. This is smaller than me. It has. What to, if oh, maybe it, it bites is. you? You're gonna have rabies. Huh? What yeah, that's that's you? the only thing that I'm scared Just of. Is call that... an exterminator? I don't think you should risk your life. <laughs> Yeah, but the story's better if though? I do it. You know, exactly. Everybody <laughs> said that. If you're going to do it, just film it. I'm going to set up it. a tripod with yeah. the second camera and then yeah. just like film the whole thing. And then like strap your phone to your chest. Yeah, just buy like, If I bought a GoPro just for this experience. <laughs> like a POV footage. Yeah. And you'll hear Amir, you'll hear, um, Amir screaming. No, I'm going to put it like on my head because the first thing that's getting in there is my head, right? Is that what if oh, like I stuck true. my head in and something just jumps out at me? I don't know. I, I would never. I would probably do it just for the story you're not scared not really no you should wear like the only thing the only thing i'm scared of is getting a disease like if i knew that i couldn't get a disease from it like if it was a cat i wouldn't be scared cats can have rabies if they're like a street cat um i don't know what cats you know no i'm here (laughs) don't don't let them fool you yeah if it's a wild animal you Mm -hmm. should be like just be careful yeah we'll figure i guess we'll find out soon we'll see if i hear any more scratching in the ceiling yeah, you, you know, maybe there's going to be an update to this in the future, guys. There might just be a whole vlog about him fighting whatever is up yeah. there. <laughs> well, it's like, I got to take a nose break. You know, I fe- there's a dead cat on our walk now, on my walk now. What it's do you like, mean? It's, it's still like there? out in the open. Yeah, so like there's the main road, like the main road that I walk on, there's just a cat. I think maybe got hit by a car and someone moved it to the side. But the full, the body looks fine. Like the head looks fine. Everything looks fine. It's just kind of like sprawled out, like legs out, feet out. I mean, feet out, hands out. It's they have hands or are they all legs? Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> they have paws, first of all. 
<laughs> they are the legs, but they have paws. They're well, all are legs. They, are they all legs? Yeah, I guess. But they use them as hands as well. Y- yeah, I don't know. I mean, they're animals. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have hands the way that we have hands. Um. Uh. But yeah, so it's just like dead there on the side of the How many days has it sidewalk? been? They're supposed to like... I've come... walked past it at least two or three times now. Yeah. I legitimately at one point I was like no this cat needs a proper burial I was thinking of like actually getting a bag and picking it up and like taking it to the backyard and like burying it no there there's like um there are people that come and collect yeah but it's been there for like a few days now I think you have to like call to get them to come the thing is that this is on someone's front yard like I don't know why they haven't called anyone yet that's messed up yeah exactly why are they just gonna leave a dead cat in front of their house like that that's a Scarborough thing right there (laughs) (laughs) uh what was i gonna say oh yeah so recently uh I mean, everyone who knows who subhitaha is right mm, i don't know i feel like at least all muslims know who he is at this point yeah because he's always putting out content especially in regards to like what's going on in palestine uh but he recently started a podcast about called Gener- generic muslim and one of the topics i thought was interesting was that the like commercialization of ramadan mm-hmm. i know that we mentioned last week that there's like the uh i quote quote unquote appropriation it's not really appropriate people are just interested yeah like, people went in they're like, yeah people went in like if they watched the whole thing we kind of made that statement saying like you know it's more like if it introduced them to islam it's like okay it can't that's the only that can only be positive right mm-hmm. so um but then there's the people who are truly just trying to monetize on ramadan mm-hmm. and he mentioned how like a lot of him himself and a lot of influencers are being uh, approached by these brands and these companies to do ramadan focused content to uh or like promote their ramadan focused items but at the same time they're telling them to like try and uh gentrify it i guess you could say like basically try no try and secularize it does that make sense to secularize something so basically remove god from it completely yeah (laughs) like 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 they're trying to tell him okay mention ramadan but like mention like the health benefits of it or like uh how how it makes you a more peaceful person all those things but when you start going into mentioning god and like why we do ramadan and who the prophets and all that stuff it's like you know try and miss us with that so apparently there are these these companies coming out with that they're not saying it outright but they're kind of implying like you know, you might get more opportunities if you just mention the cool things about Ramadan. I mean, not the cool things, but like the, the more secular things about Ramadan, the benefits that everyone can have from it and not the, the religious aspect to it. That makes no sense to me. Mm-hmm. Like, how are you going to remove the religious aspect from a religious holiday? Exactly. How does that make sense? Yeah. Well, I feel like all these companies do it for all holidays. Like, think of Christmas. Like, technically, Christmas for Christians is a Christian holiday, no? Yeah. But it's been so commercialized at this point that even Muslims believe that they can, of course, they can't, but they believe they can celebrate Christmas Mm. because of how commercialized it has become. I get what you mean. Right? And I feel like that's what is sort of happening with Ramadan, right? Like, what we kind of hinted at last year, or last Last episode, is that, like, because it's been so... It's not... It, it, it's kind of leading to being more commercialized just because of the Muslim population is increasing so much that like people who are not Muslim are starting to take part of it and part, part in it as well. Yeah. And I think also like as people are discovering the quote unquote health benefits of fasting, mm-hmm. as we know, like through 
COVID, through the time of the pandemic, like a lot of people have started to pay more attention to their health. Mm -hmm. And so anytime you mention anything that like, oh, this will help you lose weight, it'll help you Mm -hmm. drop your or lower your blood pressure, whatever, whatever health concern you have people are going to be all over it Mm -hmm. and so i can see what you mean by them removing the religious aspect of it but that's so like so disrespectful and i feel like if if brands really like it's so it's it's kind of this is when i would not be for it Mm -hmm. like if you're trying to remove the whole essence of ramadan Mm -hmm. just so that you can make a couple extra hundred dollars or thousand dollars whatever their amount is that they're paying you Mm -hmm. like it's not worth it yeah don't sell your but do you soul think that's just like an when the religion is free. Like, why are mm-hmm. you going to do that? Uh, do you think someone could make the point where they're like, okay, maybe you won't mention that. But like we mentioned last week, maybe it could be a door opening or like introducing people to. Well, I think brands are starting to get smart because in the last couple of years, as as you may have seen, whether it's mm-hmm. clothing, makeup, whatever companies that are out there, mm-hmm. you know, the social media marketing is, is huge right now, right? Yeah. And then with that comes inclusivity and the pressure to be inclusive Mm -hmm. first it started off with like skin tones and makeup yeah then it started off with like being inclusive of different body types if it was clothing Mm -hmm. then it's like being inclusive of hijabis and muslim people and the um marginalized communities Mm -hmm. so with if you're going to include a muslim person in your campaign that means that you know oh it's it's ramadan and they're realizing now like how big of a deal it is for Mm -hmm. muslims whenever ramadan comes around like yeah the fact that in london that main street was decorated with oh them, yeah the decorations and stuff i think they're realizing that this is a great opportunity for us we're going to get the muslim market mm-hmm. um and you know we're being inclusive so that's two birds with one stone yeah so can you really fault them for that then if they're just trying if like i mean if you think about it from a business mindset business is business this is our mm-hmm. marketing but I'm not thinking about it. This is this isn't a business to me. To yeah. me, it's my religion. Yeah. So I don't know how I feel about that. So that's the con of it. Mm-hmm. So what? Let, let's like say what the pros might be to that. The pros would be. I feel like we should always be balanced in like how we approach these things. Yeah, and the pro is that you know when we were growing up, we never saw anything like mm-hmm. you couldn't even get Ramadan Mubarak signs. And I think yeah. now that the fact that decorations are so easily accessible. And I know some people feel a type of way with those mm-hmm. that decide to decorate for Ramadan. But think of it this way. We live in a time where the um, the leftist ideologies are being so shoved down our throats right mm-hmm. now that for those of us that have kids or siblings that are still in school, mm-hmm. if you want your child to be uh, raised and um, uphold your Isla- like the Islamic values, you have to like the way that you go about it you can't just say like oh yeah we're muslim Mm -hmm. like kids are kids and and the way that you know if if um the idea of like uh christian or catholic holidays are Mm -hmm. are so mainstream especially in the west we're not in a muslim country where ramadan is like openly celebrated well inshallah we're moving towards that now but like when we were growing up did you ever we never really never been this accepted yeah and so like i i don't see a problem with you know decorating because you're trying to encourage your children like Mm -hmm. we grew up i don't know about you but like i grew up feeling like not necessarily left out but like you know kids would always come back from christmas break and they have all these new toys and or whatever new Mm -hmm. gifts and i'm just like i don't celebrate christmas yeah anything you know 
Um, and so I, I'm just thinking back to like if I was a kid and, and if it was if we ha- if we had decorated the house at the time, mm-hmm. like I think I, I wouldn't even feel like I'm missing out mm-hmm. because I have my own holiday. Yeah. So maybe the commercialization of it or like the more can can combat Islamophobia because since mm-hmm. it kind of opens uh, not opens, but like it makes more people aware of what Islam is. Yeah. Especially Ignorance is usually where the fear comes from. Yeah. And Ramadan is like the best representation of that because most of the time, like a lot of Muslims are about more peaceful, not we're usually we're more we're normally peaceful to begin with but like we're all trying to like you know make sure we're not uh we're not trying to impact our rewardability yeah we're not trying to impact our rewardability so we're a lot more forgiving and peaceful than we than uh, some people normally might be yeah so that kind of also helps with uh combating islamophobia and then like when they hear about it and they see in the streets Mm -hmm. it'll become more normalized yeah so uh hopefully all the um residual like hate that came from things like 9-11 and the terrorist attacks that were going on in like paris and london will slowly start to like wash away um as it's become more normalized i mean i don't know about paris to Mm. be honest yeah paris paris Paris, but the ironic thing is that paris has like a large muslim population that's why none of that makes sense yeah like their distaste their strong dislike for islam Mm mm-hmm it it genuinely doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. So, but that's also the other issue that's going on in the world where like this rad- like radicalization of like a lot of white people essentially mm. of all types, of all ethnicities. Yeah, white people have ethnicities, right? Yeah. Yeah, they do. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> come know, on now. That's a racist state right there. <laughs> that is. Yeah. Uh but that's a whole other issue that's been going on recently, but um hopefully, you know, this can kind of become since since it is if they are going to commercialize it and try and make some money off of us at least we can benefit from the fact that it's going to become it's going to combat things that we've been dealing with for the past 20 years like islamophobia hopefully yeah and then you know people it'll open the doors to people learning about islam and then maybe we'll get more people to come in about it right it's just we just have to avoid we have to be more um um not not stringent but like whenever they try and make statements like that or try and convince influencers to um take away the part of it where we're mentioning like allah and and the messengers and the the religious aspect of it that we kind of push back a little bit more on that because i feel like the fact that maybe christians didn't push back on that is why um christmas is so like secular now yeah and you know what's weird is uh, not weird but I kind of see this happening in like future years where, because mm-hmm. um, you know now there are like, and there are a, comp- a couple of companies who do like Eid gifts, for example. Mm-hmm. So that's I feel like slowly gonna start to like this year. I saw people posting about like making Ramadan trees. Yeah. Like where it's like in the shape of a crescent, and then they like decorate it. Yeah. And I was like, uh... yeah, because we, we also have to like, kind of avoid trying to copy um yeah like be mindful of yeah what trying to other imitate the non-muslim yeah the other non-muslim traditions yeah um because that's also like can be taken too far right? like just because your tree is shaped like a crescent and star mm-hmm. i don't know how i feel about that like yeah. I, I don't know I, i'm not a religious scholar to really say my opinion i just mm-hmm. I, I just thought it was interesting like i've never seen that before yeah and i was like 
okay. This At that new. point, you're treading on like really yeah. what like, rough waters or whatever they call it. Like thin uh, ice. Thin ice. You're exactly. on thin ice, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see that TikTok? Wait, which? <laughs> that guy. <laughs> he's like, I don't know why what people try to use like uh, African-American vernacular when they have the hardest sayings ever. What? You're on thin <laughs> ice is a hard saying? <laughs> <laughs> he like made a list. Yeah. And I was crying because I'm like, oh my God, I used to say all these things. I need to find this. I need I'll, to find I'll, this. I'll send it. To, I'm yeah. pretty sure I sent it to you. You probably just didn't look at it. That's fine. I'll look at it later. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so so you are for it then. Yeah. Um, wait, for <laughs> wait, what exactly am I for again? You you are for like you support the commercialization of Ramadan, like uh, sort of, yeah, like I I there's I feel like the pros can outweigh the cons in some way. In what way? You know, yeah, I'm gonna make that same. I'm gonna say like the commercialization. I feel like there are more pros to it than there are cons, but it can be taken too far, and we have to be aware of that. And push back when needed. Yeah, the minute you remove the religious aspect from a religious holiday, yeah, you've lost yourself, bro. Yeah. So when we make that, when we make that clear that we will continue to mention those things, uh, and if they choose not to work with us, and sure they're not going to work with us, but yeah, um, that's how you kind of set your boundaries. And I hope that a lot of other Muslim influencers influencers will set those boundaries, so um, they kind of set a precedence. Yeah, and another thing, you know, that can probably help combat Islamophobia, I mentioned this as well, mm -hmm. is that, like, we got to normalize saying Muslim statements in public. Um, like, I just like have to in say, work environments, everywhere. I just have to say that part of the Toronto slang is saying wallahi, which is, I swear, I oh, swear yeah. by Allah. Yeah. Like, people who aren't even Muslim, they're, they're, they're out here. Yeah, but they be going crazy with, with saying wallahi. Yeah. Like, they, they be saying it for, like, Listen. stuff they clearly are lying about, right? Yeah, like... <laughs> just some sisterly advice mm -hmm. and reminding myself first always but if you are lying and then you tell people that you're swearing by god like you're, you're in the name of, like you're swearing mm -hmm. like you are so certain don't be doing that yeah very highly unrecommended yeah, don't, <laughs> but but don't like doing that. the better things to normalize i feel like because like we always say like bless you you know mm -hmm. which is like a very i feel like it's a very like christian statement i don't know or like you could say god bless you like yeah like, but like it's, it's the direct translation of like barakallahu fiki right yeah but like we, in the office we got to start saying inshallah more you know or alhamdulillah you know yeah i told you i taught my coworkers. do you actually say that yeah they they know about inshallah they mm -hmm. know about mashallah yeah because they they see my instagram post and they're like what is that what is that what is mashallah but do you ever say that in the office um i've said like sometimes I'll say like oh yeah that like if I'm saying like alhamdulillah I'll, mm -hmm. I'll say it in English or um, even inshallah like I've said God willing mm -hmm. before um, but they also like they know the Arabic yeah words as well so I sometimes I say it okay like, yeah. yeah yeah inshallah like I'll be there so yeah I feel like that's a, a small way you can start to like normalize Islam in they your also know haram and halal. There you go. They always be saying that too, right? Yeah, they love. It's like, is that haram? Is my, that halal? My one coworker, he'll yeah. be like, "Is it haram for you to eat right now?" And yeah, I'm like, yeah. See? I'm fasting, so I can't eat. Exactly. So <laughs> I feel like a lot of coworkers would be open to it as well, right? Yeah, you know what it is. I think that it's like Muslim code switching. <laughs> yeah, and I I feel like that sometimes, like in my like earlier parts of my career, mm -hmm. I always felt like when I'm at work, like I can't incorporate like 
all of like who I am, yeah. like my, the religious side of me. Yeah. Not that I'm like, never mind. Anyways, um, <laughs> <laughs> not, not important point. Yeah. But like, I always felt like I was code switching. Yeah. Like, I would, I would come into work and normally like part of my vocabulary is to include inshallah, alhamdulillah, mashallah, etc. Yeah. Even saying salam. Yeah. But like at work, I'm just like, oh yeah, hey. Oh yeah, yeah, we'll do this tomorrow. And I'll be like, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> like, <laughs> just throw in a little bit, inshallah. Yeah. And so like, you know, I always felt like I wasn't like, mm -hmm. I was code switching. Yeah. And then, you know, one day, I think it was last year, I went out to lunch with two of my like best friends at work. Mm -hmm. And we kind of just like had an honest conversation. Like they asked me about my hijab. Yeah. They asked me about like, like what Islam is. And, and it was such a like, it was such a nice conversation. Mm -hmm. Like they both said, you know, please don't take offense to us asking. Like, we just want to know, like mm -hmm. we've never been that close to a Muslim person before. And mm -hmm. like, now that we're friends, like, can we just ask you? I was like, yeah, of course. <laughs> like, whatever you want to know, like, let me know. And it yeah. was such a nice, like conversation to like, to have with mm -hmm. them. And they, we left that and they were like, honestly, thank you so much for this. Like, we really appreciate mm -hmm. all of the insight that you gave us yeah what is that? oh <laughs> what my phone just fell like i don't, I don't even know oh uh, we'll get it later yeah so i was just like like yeah no problem like mm -hmm. if you have any questions like let me know and they they ask me all the time and i they're so like careful because they don't want to offend me so they're always like yeah i'm sorry like i really i don't mean to offend you i just want to know like why do you do this or why do you mm -hmm. do that like the other day um i have like i have a salatiras um prayer clothes at work yeah. i keep at my at my desk and i was um I was like, hey, guys, I'm just going to I'll be back. I'll be back in five minutes. And then one of my coworkers was like, oh, are you going to like go rest because you're fasting? I was like, no, I'm actually going to go pray. And they're like, mm -hmm. oh, what's the blanket for? I'm like, oh, no, it's my prayer clothes. Yeah. They're like prayer clothes. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'll explain when I come back. And so I explained like, you know, you have to cover up when you pray. Not that I wasn't already fully dressed. Yeah. But like you, you know, the, you take the extra precaution to like fully, mm -hmm. you know, like um, if I'm wearing pants at work, like I'm going to wear a long dress. Right. Mm -hmm. So. I was explaining that and he was like, wow, mm -hmm. I didn't know that. I'm like, yeah, now you know. <laughs> yeah. I don't oh, know. You know, uh, did you ever listen to that Digital Sisterhood episode where they were talking about like normalizing, they were sort of talking about like normalizing Islam in the, in the work workplace, place? in the workplace, but like also normalizing like wearing a, is it the jilbab? Um, mm. That one in the workplace. Because mm -hmm. there, there are some girls who wear it 24-7. Yeah. Like, and they're working in environments like corporate environments, like downtown while wearing the full jibab. And, and they're talking about like their experience. So maybe I'll, if I find that episode, I can throw it up here. I think it's, was it the uh, jibab chronicles? Maybe I'm probably, I'm not sure, but they had a few episodes where they're just talking yeah. about like normalizing it. That episode, those, I really like those. Yeah. Ones. There's like, a, it's two parts, right? I think it's two parts. I think, yeah, it was like, it was multiple episodes for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So that was, that was also a cool thing. I think that people should check out um yeah i mean like if they're gonna be talking about this when i'm thinking about it i'm just like you don't you you still look very presentable mm -hmm. when you wear um abaya jilbab whatever yeah. you want to wear like why do why are you just confining or why are you limiting the um uh, business attire to just a suit yeah you know what i mean like maybe you could throw a blazer on <laughs> top of your jilbab yeah on top of your abaya but like even when i'm thinking about it like you know in muslim countries like the arab countries specifically where they wear the jalabiya for the man yeah for them that's like formal wear <laughs> yeah but they it looks nice yeah and i think that's why a lot of muslims 
I don't know if, if it's if this is the case for you because mm-hmm. I, I feel like if you're in a Muslim country, like would you start to wear like the white thobe, or would you um, just continue? I feel like you would just continue to wear your normal clothes, right? I'd probably continue to wear my normal clothes just because, like culturally, that's how I grew up. Mm. But honestly, eventually, I might. You know what? No, if everyone if everyone else is like wearing that because it's yeah. so much more convenient. Yeah. Right. And it's like especially if it's a hot country. Exactly. It's thinner. Well, that's the reason of a lot of the wear because it's so so hot. Yeah. You just have to wear that one layer. You have like some thin layers under, and you're good. Ex- and same thing with an abaya. Like mm-hmm. that's why, like for me, like I love going to like mm-hmm. Muslim countries because. I can live out my Avaya girl dreams. And yeah. I told you guys for Ramadan that I was going to, well, today I'm wearing a dress. It doesn't yeah. really count, but I mean, I guess it does. But, but what we're trying to combat now or like trying to normalize, normalize now it here. is normalize it here. Yeah. I know we'll get pushback, but like, you know, it takes time. I don't, I don't know. I've never actually tried to like wear an Avaya to work. Like I have those open ones and I'm like, what if New I just challenge, like, Avaya challenge. Avaya <laughs> challenge. Should I try it guys? Uh, let me know yeah they're wearing a baya and like vlog your experience going they'll just be like wow that's such a pretty kimono (laughs) what i i you know i trust that your friends are a little bit more cultured than that sada okay (laughs) (laughs) nah i mean it depends like you know the open ones yeah like if i'm just wearing like normal clothes under and i just throw one on top yeah you know you gotta take baby steps towards that like come in with a cardigan one day and then oh i do that all the time though with a bigger cardigan and then that cardigan turns into like the one that you just mentioned the one that goes over kimono or like a a duster like the one that you you, like the jibba but like it's open i don't know what you call that an abaya an abaya (laughs) sorry is it abaya the one that's open abaya is just like a long um but there's one that's like open it's almost like a jacket but like it's open in the middle yeah, you still, it's like is an that, open abaya. Okay, an open abaya, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then when they come with the closed one. Yeah, I mean, I, like I've worn this dress to work before. Mm-hmm. And this it's is close long. enough. Yeah, and yeah. I've worn like, I have long cardigans that go basically to my yeah. ankles. But it's like, I, I wonder if like any cardigan. of the listeners actually do that, where what? they just go to work with the full, but I, but I guess if they live in a Muslim country, but like if you live no, here. in a Western country. Would or you even ever go to Europe, work wearing like a kalansua? A kalansua? Mm hmm um maybe if i like normally work on lens i just don't wear hats because i feel like it messes with hair a little bit for me so i kind of am scared to wear you know, a hat you know it's a good business opportunity silk lined lenses or sorry satin for men satin lined lenses will that help yeah it's not going to be as harsh and, and tug on your hair follicles yo i feel we? like that will slide <laughs> off your head so quick no no well, doesn't satin like, like it'll make it super slippery not necessarily like y- you wouldn't do it like the entire way maybe you'd have like the yeah just the edge normal mm. fabric like there are bonnets there are hijab under pieces yeah there are hoodies even that are silk silk lined yeah but i just have i have like not a phobia but like i just don't like putting anything on top of my head guys you know amir that. amir is convinced that he still has his hair because he doesn't wear hats yeah I, like i don't wear any even on like e day no matter what day it is I still won't wear a lens. I'll wear one for five minutes until people see me with me and then I take it off. Why are you like this? Because I just don't, I, I don't want to mess with the hair, man. I don't think it's going to mess with the hair. There are a lot of people that have Every guy I know who hair. wore hats, their hairline, you know, slowly started to go because it wasn't getting the, 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 the air. Okay. What do you mean? They all have holes in them. Huh? No, it wasn't. Get, it was like being covered. You know, I feel like. Because I'm getting, you know, the sun on my head and like, you know, I'm getting all that, all the nutrients coming in through the the top of my head. That's why. This is all pseudoscience. This is not really, <laughs> that's not proven. I mean, it. I'm just saying. 
Or yeah. Somebody, if if you see in the next like six months to twelve months, satin lined galansoas, you heard it here first. Just Google it now. It's like, oh shoot, it already exists. I don't know if it exists. I've never seen it before. We'll have check. We'll have to check that. But yeah, um, we should probably end up with a podcast here. <laughs> We're yeah. kind of just like going off there a little bit. I know. Just drifting away. All People right, are like, guys. okay, guys, I think we know where this is going. I know. We we have reached the end of this episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, See look how, out for- sorry, I cut you off there. See how like right now, my nose is perfectly fine. Yeah. I'm not covered. Uh, what do you call it? Congested Your eyes are all. even opened up now. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, uh, there's literally a progression of this whole episode of me just going from completely stuffed to now I'm perfectly fine. And I feel like when you edit this back you'll see our volumes are so loud right now oh are they <laughs> yeah see, we're compared slowly to the waking beginning up. of the episode Ugh. uh but it's all good yeah um but yeah so thank you guys so much for listening don't forget to subscribe to our channel look out for the um giveaway post i'm gonna upload the giveaway post on instagram the same day that this video is going live mm-hmm. so next or thursday the day that you're watching this go over to our instagram cousin connection pod You'll see all the rules for the giveaway. It'll also be in the description box below. Um, We love you guys and enjoy the last 10 days of Ramadan. And Mm -hmm. we will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.